0: I'm actually at a point where my current job title has the word technology in it.
1: Yes, you're you're a special guest as well as a host.
0: I, I I'm actually the uh, yeah technical advisor for this episode. Um, yeah. I am a design and technology teacher. Yes, you are. Technology by name, technology by nature. Techno <laughs> Techman te- Terry Techman. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Welcome to Naughty Kids, the podcast where we explore the best of that halcyon age when things were better, dungarees were worse, and the Spice Girls ruled with an iron fist.
0: It is, of course, the late 90s and early noughties.
1: I'm Josh Hinton, 1994 to present.
0: And I'm Joey Hart, 1994 to infinity and beyond.
1: Yes, in this episode on, we'll be telescoping the beyond to the now, the yesterday to the when, and exploring
0: the advancement of technology.
1: How it shaped us, how we shaped it, and other such shapes.
0: Uh, Yeah, sorry, how you said how we shaped it, it didn't come across as clearly, perhaps, as you'd hoped. (laughs) What (laughs) The, the shaped and the it joined together slightly too closely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we'll just leave it up to the listener to be mature and grown up. <laughs> so, this this is this is quite an interesting topic because we are, I, I probably the the generation that experienced the most. Well, we are one of the generations mm. that experienced a huge shift, didn't we, from our from our late 90s and early noughties childhood yeah. to the world we now live in. I suppose our parents kind of a bit more
0: because they were adults in both pre- and yeah, post-internet. experienced all of it as well. Yeah. but They <coughs> went we... from computers the size of a room or several rooms mm. to now. Yeah. But, and, uh, but within the scope of this podcast, the late 90s and early noughties, we, ha- we did experience that.
1: We did. We are the last, almost, almost, I mean, you know, maybe a couple more years, but almost exactly the last children to be born with any memory of life before the internet. Yeah. Which is a
0: weird and, thought. And then the early internet, and then modern internet.
1: Yeah. D- now, now, I think you should, uh, well, can you do us an impression, please, of the dial-up sound? Uh, the of
0: course. Yeah, It's one of my best impressions, actually. <laughs> uh, Mr. Batman. No, it's not that one. Um <laughs> <laughs>
1: I believe it starts. Uh, beedoo, beedoo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, wasn't it? You can't forget that. Well oh, that was quite good. That was quite good. Yeah. Blend those together, and that's <laughs> exactly. there's a lot of. Uh, what? what on earth was that? <laughs> that was very good, also. <laughs>
1: It's like they had a small <laughs> goblin trapped somewhere in a room, and they had to like whip it every time you needed
0: the internet. That's quite Pratchetty, isn't it? Just all technology is a box with an imp in it.
1: Yeah, going. No, stop it. Leave me alone. I remember like calling people to try and arrange, you know, play dates, and because uh, I did that a lot as a child, I, was, I had a very busy social life. When did you have 90s. friends? I I had I well I had acquaintances, and you know your parents would arrange. Interactions outside school, and you'd call them, and they wouldn't pick up. And then you'd call them again half an hour later, and they still mm. wouldn't. they still would be engaged. And you'd be like, "Oh, they must be using the internet." The internet, the yes,
0: internet. And they're like, you've the- got five minutes because I need to ring your aunt Bess. That's right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> get off the internet. I've got to call your mother and see where she is at the shops. Except she did not do that because, well, no, I suppose mobile phones no. didn't.
0: They, they like, dial up, didn't they? Yeah, we got mobile phones, which is another piece of technology, so we can talk about that.
1: Yes, we can. Yes. Do you know, as a technically minded bod, why? a techman, a techman? <laughs> exactly.
0: People often call me Terry
1: Techman. Terry Techman. I'm just as you're talking. I'm realising I haven't got my pun belt to hand, which is a shame. No. I have to just. I have to just, just go. My current,
0: I'm actually at a point where my current job title has the word technology in it.
1: Yes, you're you're a special I, guest as well as a host.
0: I, I I'm actually the uh, yeah technical advisor for this episode. Um, yeah. I am a design and technology teacher. Yes, you are. Technology by name, technology by nature.
1: Techno Techman.
0: Tech- Terry Techman.
1: <laughs> anyway, why why does a uh dialogue bird suddenly play? appear
0: every time you're near?
1: <laughs> just because <laughs> just like me. They want to be close to you. Close, close to
0: you. Close um, to you. What, what was the question? Why does dialogue Why does it make all that noise? noise? Yeah. Um I don't know is the honest what? answer, but I think it's something to do with the fact that you use the telephone lines, um, and it was that it was the pulses uh, that you'd produce for a telephone call to work out where you were going down the oh. line, and then the internet used those same pulse system, but in a slightly different way, and it would send out a pulse from your computer saying, I would like to connect to the computer that tells me where all the other computers are, please. And then uh, it comes back, and then it goes out, and it comes back, and it goes out, and it comes back, until it's in conversation. And I think all of that noise was it establishing that connection. That's fascinating, isn't it? The um, noise of that, a
1: computer talking.
0: That could be complete nonsense. I just made that up on the spot, but it sounds plausible, doesn't it? It does
1: sound plausible. It's probably true, or at least and an, an approximation. if I said more
0: confidently, truth. I think people would believe me.
1: They would, 100%. Apart from the, like, one computer scientist who'd listen to this and go,
0: lies, it's all lies. It's all lies. Computers can't talk. They use Morse just, code. They click, well, yeah, in
1: a way. I, uh, I think, you know, on this topic, given we're doing a, a thing about the advancement of technology, which implies that the technology has, in fact, advanced, maybe you should tell the listeners the story of what happened but moments before you joined this call.
0: Oh, the but moments. <laughs> yes, but moments.
1: <laughs> tell them about your but moments. When I Don't was butt that. younger oh But younger <laughs> <laughs> A mere five minutes, but younger.
0: A mere five minutes. Yes, I've just um I'm actually in the 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 metropolis, the bustling metropolis that is Londinia, mm. And uh which I hate it, it with all of my heart and passion. It is possibly <laughs> the worst place ever invented. This is where we um, differ, I went isn't through we? I went through Euston Station, which oh, that is, is, is next the to place. St. Pancreas and King's Cross, both of which are beautiful stations. Saint, mm. uh, King's Cross built in the 1830s. Gorgeous building. Mm. St. Pancreas built in the 1840s. Very pretty building. Mm. Euston Station built in the 1820s and then demolished and rebuilt in the 1960s. Yeah. And it feels like it was demolished and built in the 1960s. It Brief. kind of has the feeling... Brief segue then rebuild I, it,
1: anyway. It's it's the worst. I I know this because I commute through Euston every week. Ah and yes. I I'm sorry. On Thursday evening, well Thursday afternoon, I got the notification on my phone that uh, someone had been hit by a train. That is obviously very sad and tragic, and that it therefore is. there would be lots and lots of delays on all the trains out of Euston. And so, I turned up to get my train at seven pm and did not leave Euston station until nine forty five. So did was- you?
0: Did you explore all corners of Euston?
1: No, what I did was I did what everybody else did and I stood there like a lemming staring oh, at in the the screens middle. waiting for the moment it's when weird. the magical Yeah.
0: So I walked in and passed all of that and straight to the platforms to try and look at the little signs on the platforms. And then my train hadn't come up on the platform yet because it was I was early. And so I went to find the main boards in the middle that big middle room and it was weird. Everyone just stood.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Like chickens waiting for corn.
0: It' bizarre. They're all silent. They're all just staring up. Yeah, it's, like, what it's are horrible. Looking at? I mean, they're just looking at the departure board, but it's a horrible space. And when I was Have there waiting seen... for for oh,
1: this God. this this nightmare to end, the boards had had broken because the information <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> was changing so fast that they were just getting really confused. And every once in a while, a train that had been on the board for you know an hour by this point, and everybody mm-hmm. in the concourse was waiting for this train, it would suddenly just. Whoop, just disappear from the boards with no explanation as to where it had gone. And clearly, wherever it had gone, also controlled the voiceover thing that comes on and says where the train is. <coughs> and so they literally had two poor people who worked for the station stood in the middle of this maelstrom of humanity with actual megaphones. And every once in a while, they'd stand on a chair and go, ''Have you won the 9.45 to John in at Platform 6?'' And everyone would get what, and they can't hear them, and they're there with their megaphones trying to get the message across, and it was just so hellish.
0: It was awful. awful. So there you wow. are. Wow, Houston, too. Have you seen pictures of what it looked like before they demolished it? I have. It's gorgeous. It's such a gorgeous station. I mean, completely impractical in every way, but very pretty.
1: Yes. I don't know why that's the and only one they knocked down.
0: It well, they were originally, and they had started uh, knocking down Houston and. Um, St. Pancreas. They were going to knock down both hmm. and build a mega kind of 1930s brutalist American shopping Ooh. mall kind of building over the two and make it one mega station. Uh-huh. And this the work for this started in I think 1935. Okay. And didn't progress very far understandably <laughs> what with the war happening very soon oh, yes. afterwards. Yes, a, a war. So did they got occur they got the draw- you know started in 1965 they got the drawings all drawn up they started demolishing some bits of euston um and then yes they they ran out of money and the will to do so and fact, so british rail picked up where they left off um in the 1950s and started demolishing more of euston until it was completely gone by 1967 or something like that and
1: then
0: but, they uh, built yes. a block anyway the anyway. train brought me to this um, most premiere of inns um, Whereabouts
1: in London are you? Which bit of London?
0: I'm in Hemel Hempstead.
1: That's not London. That's near London.
0: It's London because it's further south than Sheffield. play. <laughs> <That's like laughs> I think that's that's how it works. It goes uh, North Yorkshire, uh, South Yorkshire, London, London, <laughs> and then France after that. Quite quite yes. promptly. Just
1: like if you're going the other direction, it goes London, Watford, the North. The north. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, actually, I think I'm north of Watford, are not I? You are. Yes, you're quite far out of London, actually. <laughs> not far. Anyhow, enough. you got to the inn that is Premier.
0: I did, and um, I loaded up the Wi-Fi, the free Wi-Fi that comes with the room, very Premier. Um, uh, it just doesn't work. You literally can't load web pages. So I went down and said, "Can I upgrade to your Premier Wi-Fi, please?" Which they call the Wi-Fi Ultimate, 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 <laughs> um, which works perfectly fine. It only cost a fiver. I thought, Do you know what, fiver for a day. I'm quite pleased with that.
1: That's true. Although it should come with the room, shouldn't it? Why? It's like saying, well, the electricity doesn't really work unless you pay us a yes. fiver.
0: Yes, we've got these mirrors. Uh, they don't reflect, but they are shiny. <laughs> yeah. So
1: give us a fiver, and we'll turn the thing on. It turns them on. Everything's premier, but the price and the Wi-Fi. So in
0: that in that terms, you know, technology has advanced to the point where Wi-Fi can be good.
1: Yes, if you
0: pay five pounds. To segue this back into the late 90s and early noughties, the idea of having a video conference with a person was just non-existent. I mean, loading yeah. images, a single image could take minutes as you oh watch gosh, it slowly yes. stripe down the screen. That's
1: right. I remember in school looking for pictures, um, careful, of... Um, re- but of re- No, of... Uh, um, spiky guitars i used to sit in the in the school library and look for pictures of the spikiest guitar i could find and yeah they'd they'd go zhoop, 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 and it would take like a minute and 30 seconds wouldn't it for the picture to appear
0: yeah
1: and yeah and then it, you'd
0: yeah but that was that was what it was for and then you could use wikipedia which um all the facts were wrong on wikipedia back they in the were day. yeah and yeah, just all of all them the- just completely wrong
1: yeah, before the army of bots came along and and started fixing it all up and did your when when did your family first get mobile phones and what did they look like
0: so uh my dad got a mobile phone when i must have been maybe six or seven
1: okay yeah
0: so probably early noughties rather than late nineties may on the on the crossover that I remember and it was a huge nokia it's before yes. the nokia brick Oh yes, um, about twice as long, twice as fat as a Nokia brick, with a little nubbin at the top that you could pull out. Oh yeah, and and like a flappy, and a flappy front bit that went over the buttons.
1: Oh, a flappy front bit.
0: It had Just a flappy front bit. Oh, and all the things you want. All the things you want for a mobile telephone, and but I don't remember ever using it ever.
1: Yeah. My, I think my my parents also had one of those, like a proper you know what you think of when you think of the nineteen. It looked like a kind of army radio, that kind of yes. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, All in air support. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think they had it because my dad occasionally went and did like sales calls or whatever. Um, it's what in, like, you imagine. Did he, car, but...
0: did he ever have a car phone? As a no. salesman.
1: He never had a uh, like a phone that was attached to the car. Yeah, no, that would have been good though. That was a thing;
0: people had those.
1: Yes, they were kind of longer ago, like in the sixties. I feel like they're in Bond films, aren't they? In the
0: sixties, they did. They amazingly, I don't know how they worked.
1: No, I still don't
0: know how they worked. Were they Um,
1: were they actually radios?
0: they They were well, no, they must have been mobile phones, but the the circuitry must have been massive.
1: They must have had like most of the boot taken up with a huge.
0: Buzzing transformer. Just going...
1: Except, wasn't weren't telephones all entirely by wire
0: then? Well, they mustn't well, have been. Muts, bits of them must have been wireless enough.
1: Yeah, I, it must have been something to do with radio. Because I'm fairly sure that the kind of wireless technology we use now is well, it's satellite based now. Oh, oh no, but maybe, that's no, like, maybe no, the same No, no, still using. it's
0: it's still all microwaved, microwave based.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, well.
0: So yeah, it's like radio, but smaller. But smaller.
1: Yes. Smaller. No, we um, never had it. Did you have a phone, a phone car, a car no, phone? No, 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 no. That was well phone. posh. We did. A, we did go through the period of the little Bluetooth headpieces. Oh, yeah. Which did
0: you have those?
1: My dad did for his for his. Uh, yeah, he used to have to take calls when he was driving to sales calls.
0: It was part of a very. There was a very, there was a look that somebody who had one of those had, and it was a salesman, <laughs> yeah. in a, in a very nice suit, with a pink it, tie.
1: Kind of a toss pot, really, wasn't bit it? Of, yeah,
0: <laughs> bit too much gel in the hair. <laughs> yeah,
1: secondhand car salesman vibes. But very much so. I feel like the thing that was so fun about mobile phones at that point before before the iPhone, basically, was my mum. You know, used to get the contract upgrade every year, so you get a new phone every year. And ah. uh, back when it was a year rather than three years, and every single time it would look totally different, wouldn't it? Every oh, yeah, phone yeah. would be like different design different layout
0: different buttons different like flipping and flapping and turning and they went completely different no no screen to kind of a very small black and white screen to a black and white screen that you could play snake on and then a color screen i think my brother got the first color screen phone in the family but it was like four like three inches long because there was a point where phones went from massive to really small yeah and it was cool to have the smallest phone possible yeah. And my brother's and it was actually it was my phone after it was my brother's phone. And it was a Sega something or other. Anyway, a Sega phone. Little, say something like that. No, not Sega. Sag Sagum. <laughs> e
1: <Se-gum>. bargum <laughs> Sagum. Sagum.
0: Telephone. It's a se-gum. tiny se-gum. telephone.
1: It's Zegum.
0: But it was it was very cool to have a tiny yeah. phone. And then Oh, everyone. My brother then got a, a Sony Ericsson phone. Yes. Where Sony and Ericsson, what, who made sound things, had... So that it was a phone that you could play music on really loud.
1: <laughs> In the school corridor.
0: In the school corridor, playing incredibly tinny, you know... 30-second Grub- clips from songs because nobody actually had the full song because three minutes of song wouldn't fit on your phone. That's right. <laughs> so you'd have oh, just the chorus of Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. <laughs> oh, my God, <laughs> I'd forgotten about that. Which you sent me. You sent that to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was two things you sent me. You sent me that and you sent me a Family Guy farting song.
1: Oh yes, that rings a bell. Scene?
0: I'd never seen I did still didn't know what Family Guy was for years after that. Yeah. But it was a fun song and I appreciated the song. That's right. I think that the... it,
1: when you'd go and hang out with people, you'd give each other your phones, connect them by Bluetooth and swap MP3s, wouldn't you?
0: Well before Bluetooth you'd have that kind of um Infrared. Infrared you had to touch the phones together yeah. for ages. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How the hell that worked? I mean it must have been literally doing Binary code via infrared. Yeah, it
0: would be flashing a light, an infrared yeah. light, at the other phone, and it would be going, "Oh right, okay, yeah, nice, all right, yeah, on, off, yeah, great, yeah, oh, on, on, off again, oh, on, bit longer, off again." And some Incredible. of the Bluetooth
1: pairing modes used to come with like you could access people's contacts and their oh, and their you messages could go into their phone. Yeah, yeah, you could, that's true. And like we would sit around in school trying to see whose phone was unlocked so you could get into it and like oh, text goodness. their crush or whatever.
0: Yeah, that was bad. I can see why they changed that. I'm amazed that they rolled it out ever though. That that was ever a technology. They went, yeah, you know, it's good enough. We'll send that out to the masses. I'm it just sure shows you how fast
1: it. it all changed, doesn't it? That they were coming yeah. up with like, you know, coming up with abilities and just whacking them on phones and sticking them on the market, and then three years later being like, "Oh, we well, was stupid. We won't do that anymore."
0: But can you imagine though today them sending out a technology that allowed you just to access everything on somebody else's phone? I know, it's bizarre, isn't just, it? Just, just here's an app. Uh, if you know, it'll scan devices near you and you can just look at all their stuff. Yeah. It's like, if they're, if they're what? Unlocked. Nobody would go. But, you know, you can also send stuff to people. That's that's they're what like. it's for. That's Great. the only reason we got it. But you can also access all of their personal data, just just all of it.
1: I know, so bizarre. And like, I, mean, I guess it's the difference, isn't it? That, you know, back then mobile phones were just that and they didn't have every single piece of information about you, your mother, your kids, your, you know, job, yeah. your bank. It wasn't all there. So it didn't really matter. The worst it could happen well, mine- was it would... Pretend they were you.
0: Mine had a thirty-second clip of Ruby Ruby Ruby, and <laughs> and and a video of Family Guy, which I still didn't understand at the time.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. I, I do I remember had... I
0: had I had the, uh, the a Motorola L seven. Uh-huh. At the same time, you had the Motorola Razor.
1: The Motorola Razor. what a phone that you, was!
0: You had the the flippy flip flip. Yes, I did. And it was a beautiful thing. I remember it was this like solid metal. Mm-hmm. And it, and it had really had, crisp diagonal lines. It was a great looking phone.
1: And it, the front cover, the front cover, the 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 the, the front of it had flat. like um, what was I'm looking for? Kind of like a refracting light thing, so it kind of mm. looked like a rainbow
0: on it, which was cool. It was cool. a cool phone. It was. It a cool was. Phone. Mine was the, mine had a slightly smaller screen, but it was virtually the same phone, but non folding. And the cool um, thing about mine was it appeared on an advert on telly as the world's thinnest phone ever. Oh. It was like 40 millimeters thick. No, it wasn't. It was like 10. It was still like 10 millimeters thick, but they bezeled the edges so it looked thinner.
1: <laughs> that is, I'm just looking at pictures of it now. That is rather. Is, excellent. It,
0: is that the right thing? Motorola L7? That's o- definitely a thing. Hola L7. I think it was an L7. Yes, that's what I had in silver. Because that's still a good looking phone.
1: Yeah, they were quite... A- I guess that, that's the interesting thing, isn't it? Like, it was a real school of design was coming up with... So the one that really sticks in my mind was my mum got one one year that was, again, Sony Ericsson, which they were always the best, weren't they, Sony Ericssons They were really, really they were. nice. They were like the they Apple... Were. Before Apple phones were a thing. They really and she so had this one, and it was yeah. orange, and it had... You could take off the whole, like, uh, f- fascia of it yeah. and and change it for different coloured ones, oh, which was yes, cool. Yes, you could.
0: Personalization.
1: And the way that it worked was it was like if you imagine two little slim phones stuck together and then with a like uh hundred and eighty degree swivel hinge, so I can do it like like that <gasps> and you can't it doesn't work yeah. the radio doing that, but it, it no. swivelled on an edge. And so it would go from being a little little sort of bug shaped thing out to a phone shaped. Could you thing. could
0: you flick it into that shape?
1: No, it had it, you had to you had to push it. It had to okay. be like pushed. Okay. But the reason it, it sort of collapsed like that was that it had little side buttons and it had um, side-scrolling 2D worms games that you could play <gasps> with the little buttons on it. And oh it was great. Goodness. It had the full-on, like, the, you know, you could fire bazookas and grenades at each other. And I just remember being totally blown away by that. That was incredible.
0: The advancement in technology just looking at mobile phones was bonkers. And then there'd be that odd person at church who had a lot of money probably a doctor, and they had a PDA.
1: Oh, yeah. A, a personal them.
0: digital assistant. And it had a stylus, and it had like a four-inch screen, probably only a three-inch screen, but it had a screen. And then they would do all of their documents on it as well. That's right, and this, yeah. And I've envied those. I really wanted one of those. My brother and I made, like, cardboard versions of them at home to play with. <laughs>
1: That's the very you thing to make a toy version of. <laughs> I
0: made toy mobile phones. No, they were PDAs. They were PDAs. And uh, yeah, and then 2008, the world changed.
1: It did. Although before the world changed in 2008, you remember the other thing that people had that was sort of halfway between a mobile phone and a PDA was the BlackBerry.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah. yes, Which... Of course, because some people listening won't know that mobile phones you used to have to press the buttons more than once to get what you wanted. Mm. And you would master the skill of going tap, 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 And you know exactly how fast to do it. And you could just... I <laughs> tried recently, not muscle memory, gone completely. No idea what I'm doing. But we used to be able to do it incredibly quickly. And then one phone company went, there's a better way of doing this. I will just give you a million tiny buttons <laughs> that are so small that you will press 14 of them at a time with your thumb. <laughs>
1: It was so hard to use, wasn't there
0: was it? It was a full QWERTY keyboard and extras in a space like two inches by one inch. <laughs> yeah. Legitimately. So and they, they made them as domed as they possibly could so that they stood proud of each other. But I had a friend who had one and I tried using it and it was impossible. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't one a knack. It wasn't an easy way of using it. It was just hard to use.
1: <laughs> and you you forget, not only did it have a QWERTY keyboard, it also... Well, my also had one of those little rollerball mice (gasps) because it had a cursor on the screen did it have a cursor yeah so it had a tiny wee little ball in a little socket that you had to roll your thumb over to move the cursor around the screen which is mad you genuinely probably were moving on you know movements of of a quarter of a millimeter on (laughs) on your thumb it's just zoom now thanks for giving you the thumbs up
0: (laughs) is that what happens why did they do that is that a thing?
1: Yes, yes. If you do certain hand gestures, it'll it'll mimic them.
0: Does, does it, it work for me? My you got to do up. it
1: like that, yeah. Give it a second. Oh, you 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 might not have the software <laughs> installed. He's just sitting there giving me a big long thumbs up. I'm now. not.
0: Uh, I'm uh, clearly not.
1: Oh, cool okay, enough. we are, It's doing it now. Three, two, one. Bam! There, there it is. God, There's other things exciting. you can do as well. Oh yes, if I do this.
0: Oh, you're raising yeah. your hand.
1: If so I raise my hand, then it puts my hand up. And it puts me first, because I I want to say something.
0: What if you swear?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think that works. <laughs> 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 I might be to do the peace sign, though. Is it going to catch that?
0: No. I did have um, an iPod. I didn't uh, have an iPod. I had an iPod Touch, so I came no. quite late to the iPod game. You had the, the Mega Brick. I did. Your iPod.
1: And I still miss it. I had Which 160 store, gigabyte.
0: It could store five songs. It was amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, even now, 160 gigabytes is that's not a an inconsiderable amount of, of storage. Yeah.
0: It's, it's and, more than I use, is 160.
1: Yeah. I, mean, I think my, my MacBook is only 250 gig, and that's for the whole computer. So, but yeah, they is. were great. The little clicky wheels.
0: A little clicky of it. Oh, this one's got two hundred and thirty five gig, this laptop.
1: Gosh, that's a that's, that's cool. a big a big uh, window you've got there.
0: It's a big uh, where? What?
1: A big Windows computer.
0: Oh, it is a big Windows computer. It's a proper machine, this one.
1: A proper machine.
0: A proper machine. How
1: many horsepower you get out of that laptop? I've got
0: five. <laughs> I five.
1: <Core>. I five. Cool. i five
0: I like this one. It says yeah. <laughs> It says Intel Core, Core <laughs> Blimey, Core Blimey, Oy i five. five. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear! Yes, I like uh,
0: that. I, I, When we, your brandings it we, includes a, a surprise surprised declamation. Core, <laughs> <Gore. laughs> when there were slugs the size of pigs. <laughs> <laughs> 10 points to get the reference
1: oh yes, where rabbit oh you Fantastic. were asking me you were asking the ladies and gentlemen
0: the ladies and gentlemen of the internet
1: of the internet, yes I mean even this even this, we're sitting here not only talking to each other but also recording ourselves and then we're going to broadcast it on the interwebs that's another thing, podcasts were only invented when we yeah. were I don't know what, 7 or 8 weren't they I guess when the iPod that's, came out
0: uh, podcast Uh, let's see when When
1: was what was the first what was the first podcast
0: i'm using wikipedia because it is now an incredibly useful source of information yes (laughs) okay the term was uh coined in february 2004 by bbc journalist ben hammersley
1: this is very early noughties i like it
0: it is a portmanteau of ipod and broadcast
1: yes isn't that fascinating so, that podcasts have become a dominant media form and the thing that gave them their name has gone extinct.
0: Yes, exactly. Yes. iPods, they don't exist. Nobody needs yeah. one. they were a stupid... When I had my iPod Air or whatever it was. No, what was it called? iPod Touch.
1: iPod Touch, yes. Which that, was an iPhone was, without the phone capability and that was it. It
0: was, yeah, it was at a point where everyone looked at it and went, there is no reason for this product to exist yeah. Like we have this is an obsolete product. But they still they still put I think it was an iPod Touch 2. And it was oh, way was lots after of them, yeah. it was way after the iPhone came out in two thousand and eight. Yeah. Yeah. They but
1: overlapped. it was
0: a, it was a strange uh thing because obviously they had their iPods and yours was fantastic that could store a million songs if they were all tiny tiny songs. And then the, the phone came out and it said, well, do you know what? because The whole thing, the keynote speech, which I've watched many times, it was like, we're going to combine a telephone and an iPod and the internet. Bam, 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 and he says together. again
1: and again, a phone, an internet. internet, a banana. You see where I'm yeah. going? Yeah, he's
0: like, what if it was this and uh, this and a uh, a house. And uh, what if we Oh, maybe I'd want those things together. Imagine, maybe I want... A, 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 imagine a, if you
1: a, just gave all the things that it became. like It's going to be your phone and your security and your house and your doorbell and your bank and your children yeah, and, and your mother. And your
0: bank and, and your bank card. Yes. It's going to replace the cash in your pocket. Yes. it's gonna Literally. Yeah.
1: Literally, you'll be able to answer the door to somebody who's bringing you a parcel from the other side of the planet. It's going to replace
0: your telly. It's going to replace... Your, v, your your VCR player is going to replace your radio. It's going your PlayStation. To, like literally
1: everything. It's your toaster, <laughs>
0: your underfloor <laughs> heating—it's going to replace all of these things.
1: <laughs> if you get one of those Samsung phones, anyway. Yeah, the ones that set on fire.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> it's even but, fire.
0: But then they—they they did the products, which I, I realized that they actually keep kept making the iPod Touch Nano. Hmm. Is essentially an Apple Watch.
1: Do they still make that?
0: Well, they don't make it now. Oh, but, but they that did, was one. Right, that was the product that essentially survived, but got yeah. rebranded. The put a strap That's on right. it. That's right.
1: It did, didn't it? The one or the, what was it called the iPod? Yeah, Nano. Or, no, I had a Nano. Nano was the like the small version of. There the wasn't. There was a classic. Nano
0: which had a, a, a dial wheel. on wheel front. Yeah, but then they made a. A nano touch or a touch yeah, mini which was a small which, square wasn't it and i think it had four yeah it was a small square and it had four icons and that was the size yeah. of it
1: and a clip that it would clip onto your exercising and a outfit and it was the idea
0: was it still had your headphones and that that's right and uh but i mean that's essentially a, a smartwatch. watch is yeah. a is a small computer the size of a four icons that you yeah. can put on your wrist
1: that's the thing; is it all just kind of slowly, kind of conglomerates together. All the ideas sort of merge and merge and merge, and it does feel like a really long time now since we've had that kind of seismic Shift. technology invention. Yeah, where something's mm. come on the market and gone. You thought you knew what you wanted. You don't. It's this, and you go. You're right. It is that. That is what I want. I don't think we've had that for a long time.
0: Did you watch that video in school? Or get played that video? called shift happens <laughs> no. and it was oh I, I bet it's on the youtube um
1: <laughs> do, do a little explainer for the listeners while you say so
0: okay so i didn't get the reference at the time and i don't think anybody did <laughs> but clearly somebody in marketing went uh this is a great idea um did you know is that what it's called it'd be from like 2000 and. Eight, it might not be maybe. on
1: YouTube. It probably was on only on VCR tape and they've all been lost to time or something.
0: Yeah. Oh, here we go. Shift happens original 15 years ago on YouTube.
1: Oh, you have found it.
0: Yeah. Oh, my, it's in the old aspect ratio. We'll in put it next, in the show okay.
1: notes if we had show notes. I'm going to read notes.
0: it out. In the next eight seconds, 34 babies will be born. Uh, in Okay, most of those are in India. Some are in China. Uh, one is in the U.S. What will the world be like for them? Dun, dun, dun. Picture, picture of a really happy looking onion. <laughs> Name this country and it's anyway, it goes through like what's going to be the richest country in the world? And then it goes through, like, the the it goes through all these things. Like in what's the next it, five how much seconds. has it got right?
1: How much has it got right?
0: Uh who's got the richest, largest military?
1: China. Is Except it Britain? It's, not. it's America.
0: No. In nineteen hundred it was Britain. 2006 college... This is terrible radio. I'm just watching a video. <laughs> anyway, it's... Um, it basically, it's going through all these things, like, the world is going to change. It's going to be crazy. Like, so was it, it, these... it was
1: telling you what it was going to be like now?
0: It was. It was saying... Yeah, it was looking at rates of growth in different countries and going you know, in the future, India is going to be the biggest economy and China is going to be the biggest economy and these things are changing. Mm. But then it had this slogan at the end, which was shift happens. (laughs) And I remember everyone was sat in the the room going, what?
1: (laughs) That's bad grammar.
0: (laughs) That that doesn't make any sense. But obviously it was a a very rude thing to show children. children, I don't know why. But it was meant to make our minds go, wow, we can't even comprehend the possibilities of the future. (laughs) The future
1: and it, yeah it, but
0: that's which is true uh, everything it says probably is about right um the world is very different to what it was in 2006
1: i'm trying to think about whether like obviously when we were in the late 90s early noughties we were very young so that would have something to do with it but whether the kind of the world that we live in now would have been incomprehensible or, or difficult for us back then or whether we'd just mm. be like oh yeah this all makes sense and Catch on to it very
0: fast. I, I've well the idea that the internet's quicker. I think we'd have been fine with. Yeah. Uh, I mean, social media existed. We had MSN Messenger. Yeah. We had MySpace, and if you went well, actually, Facebook's the one that takes over. But then, young people don't use it anymore, and now, people just send each other four-second videos. I think we'd go. Yeah, we completely understand that. Yeah. That's what we had was four-second videos. That's all we had. (laughs) That's all we had. What, we, what we've done, though, is we've, we've taken what was a limitation in technology that meant we could only watch four-second videos, and we've now gone, we could watch, you know, 8K high-definition feature-length films on our phones, but instead what we'll do is watch really low-quality four-second videos again.
1: That's so true. Isn't that depressing? Isn't that weird? <laughs> it is weird. I've just thought about of that now, and brain.
0: Think, Yeah, it does show. I mean, people will say it's ruining our attention spans and it's it's terrible for our brains and that sort of thing and there is some truth in that in that if you train your brain to only ever watch four second videos you will ruin your attention span but our brains are very good at absorbing that sort of thing really quickly
1: Mm. yeah it must be you know a bit sort of chicken and egg in that we we don't just like short form video because we've been forced to no like like if I mean, you watch,
0: if, if you're going along in the train today and then I looked out the window because there was a particularly flooded piece of ground that was going past. And I looked at it for about four seconds and then I went back to reading my book. Mm. That, that wasn't damaging to my brain. That's right. how my brain functions. It exactly. goes, Oh, that's something interesting. And then it can refocus back on what it's doing. The problem with these endless scrolling is that you never go off to the thing that you're meant to be doing, which is healthy for your brain. Yeah. You're just constantly doing the four-second, four-second, four-second. Four second. And that's what's
1: so bizarre with it, isn't it? That I, that's why I keep putting TikTok on my phone and taking it off again because it just just eats time in a way that it... Even by the standards of all of the digital technology... You're watching it and you're like,
0: TikTok, tick,
1: <laughs> <laughs> They knew the when they made by. it. <laughs> but you can literally sit there for two hours watching yeah. four-second clips... And it gets to the end of the two hours and you come up from it and your head hurts and you, you know, you're yeah. groggy. And you're like, what have, what have I been doing? And it's like literally, literally nothing. I haven't even gained any information. I haven't been edified in any way. I've just watched people do stupid things briefly for two hours. It's so bizarre.
0: It's because If you look on YouTube, if you watch YouTube Shorts, yeah. which is the same, same in the app really as TikTok or Instagram, um, you can go into your history and it'll tell you how many you watched in a sitting. Oh
1: gosh.
0: <laughs> yeah. How and many roughly? Like, you go, oh, I spent 20 minutes and you watched 156 videos.
1: Oh my gosh, it's so and you weird. Go,
0: but you don't watch them all because you skip through quite a few. Yeah. What I, I yeah, yeah, it's bonkers, absolutely bonkers. Okay,
1: so we so we reckon that uh, small 7-year-old Josh and Jay would understand like faster internet, social media, et cetera. I do remember mm. the first time somebody said the word YouTube to me. I was walking home from school and somebody was like, there's this thing called YouTube and it's got like you can watch TV on it and it's got like yeah. old TV programs. So I was like, whoa! And then, but I assumed it was going to be something a bit shonky like they'd found that a bit like Limewire or something like that where you weren't supposed to watch it. And obviously, it wasn't. But do you remember Limewire? Was that something you have? I don't suppose you would have done that, would you?
0: No, and we we had such little, we had so yes, because the internet used to be very, very restricted is in terms of how much data you could download. Oh yeah, yeah. And my family had a um, megabytes worth. You could not watch a video in a month because you would <laughs> use up all the internet and nobody could use it for the rest of the month.
1: <laughs> that really is something that the kids of today were just like what?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it's not
1: mad. that that is that is pretty <sighs> so crazy. Strange.
0: Um, yeah. No, I do remember the name, like, where I never used it in my life. But yeah, was, YouTube came along. And, yeah, it was those kind of four-second clips. That's the kind of thing that was on there. Just silly videos of things happening. I think I first noticed YouTube properly when you showed me ASDF movie for the first time. No way. And my mind was blown. (laughs) By the comic possibilities. I remember seeing, actually, before that, in about year seven or eight, um, for the gifted and talented students.
1: Uh, The YG&T club.
0: Absolutely. um, They did an after-school animation class, and they gave us Apple laptops I with Flash this. thing on it, and it was fantastic. Um, And they played us a video, an example animation made on this Flash software, um, and it was a parody song of uh, George Bush singing about how he's going to get re-elected into his second term and all the things he's going to do. And it was very silly, and obviously it was just mostly blowing up things and invading countries and that's what he's going to do in his second term i can probably find that video as well um but at the end of it my brain just was open to so many things i was like how did they get him to sing the song (laughs) i was like how how did they do that and then somebody went oh no it's just an impression i was like oh that's a thing oh man and I, hadn't, I hadn't tweaked i hadn't tweaked that people could do impressions of other people that was the moment i have a very small memory of the moment i realized that you, people could do impressions you could do of a other great people. impression
1: i think that's that's another interesting thing isn't it the whole thing about trust and trusting what you see on the internet that again i think we were probably the, <clears throat> the first generation to sort of learn that young that you shouldn't yes. trust
0: what you saw on the internet. It, don't read people, anything on wikipedia nothing in the videos is true all of these yeah. posts are fake it's just yeah
1: and this is probably you know it, i mean it's this isn't a very scientific anthropological point but this is probably partly why it does seem as though a lot of older people are more susceptible to conspiracy mm. theories on the internet because and you don't have that inbuilt oh you, what you think that because the younger ones are now thinking that the internet is trustworthy because it's more mature yeah. whereas we were told it wasn't
0: I think we're in this a small generation of people who, because of how old we were as it was developing, understand how to use computers better than anybody else, and understand that the internet is not the font of all knowledge.
1: Mm, that could be true. Yeah? There's a certain yeah. There's certainly a point because I because
0: but... when we were when I was in primary school, I remember our primary school getting a computer room for the first time, and they yeah. were big and they were slow. But there were computers and we had computer time once a week and we went over to the porter cabin went on the computers and went on word and did clip art and that was about it yeah <laughs> and clippy the paper clip was in the corner yeah um and then we progressed through and we used computers all the time and i had floppy disks and then i had memory sticks for the first time and i had 128 megabyte memory stick oh which, yes which wiped out all of my all of my floppy disks in one go i had 20 <laughs> floppy disks for my school Did you night, actually and it, uh. and it went down to one memory stick which was both brilliant and upsetting at the same
1: time <laughs> i don't think i ever actually used a floppy disk
0: but students now that i teach can't use computers because they've grown up using tablets yeah. So you give them a computer and they don't know about file system storage and they don't know about how to save a word document. Oh yeah, they, of course. To open a Word document, all of them go into Word. That's very and then go interesting. on recent files and open their work.
1: Because they expect it to be in the app rather than because in the Because if file it's system. a Word
0: document that you need to open, you go into Word. You go into the application to find the thing that you need. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Makes sense, I guess. Yeah.
0: None of them go into the File Explorer and just find the document.
1: No, that is interesting. And then
0: let the computer open it in the right application. Because on a tablet, you don't do that.
1: that is, yeah, that is. That is, is it, it, I mean, it works.
0: Yeah. They can go in and find their documents, but it doesn't work if it's not in that recent list. They just get confused and go, Well, where is my document?
1: <laughs> kids walk around and go, Oh, where is it?
0: Uh, literally. <laughs> it's bizarre. And it's because we grew up being quite. I did IT. For GCSE, that doesn't exist anymore. You can't do IT for a GCSE. You can do computing, which is just programming.
1: Oh really? Oh, interesting.
0: Or you don't. There isn't a subject where you go and learn how to use a computer
1: because it's just assumed that that's life, and it's like teaching somebody to breathe. It's
0: assumed. It's assumed everyone knows how to do it, but they don't. Students don't know how to send emails or use Word properly, that- or send things to print properly, or. They would have no idea how to form a database which we did in the gcse and to be honest it's yeah. not a very useful skill but
1: yeah that, no, uh, that is interesting i mean i i yeah it'll be interesting to see i guess as as we get even older and young people start joining the workforce far below us do they sort of struggle to use but, but then this is the thing isn't it? this is the thing with technology the way it splits you into your generations that those people will come up and go, I don't care about the file system, and they'll figure out another way of doing it, and then suddenly we'll <laughs> be the ones who look really fuddy-duddy because we're going, project in a file system, and they'll go,
0: what? Well, what?
1: That's like putting it in know. a filing cabinet to us. You know, like, why would I do but that? will we? Is
0: there is there a sweet spot in age where we can just keep up with technology? I hope so. I think I doubt that we started at the right point. Maybe. And I think that the world of applications is so different to using a computer Mm. it's one is it's just entirely leisure based now is a tablet and the world of work is still on computers
1: i think the key thing is you you've got to approach technology constantly with a sense that if you don't actively try and learn the new thing that Mm. you will get left behind rather than going well i know what i know and that's enough because i think an example of this would be at the moment one of the things in behavior that's really changing between my colleagues who are in their early 20s compared to us in our late 20s and and older is that they increasingly use tiktok to search for information where we would always use google yeah so like where should i go for lunch in london or what's the best way to Oh no! I'm sure I dress. didn't
0: know that you could do that with. I've never used TikTok. Well,
1: as in you, you search whatever it is you, you're interested in, and there will be TikTok videos with people going, "Here's my favorite places in London," or "Here's the great, here's five great ways to style this piece of clothing," or you know, whatever. It's not like it's it's a full information repository, but there's yeah, an instinct there. And yeah. as that um, as that instinct progresses, Google won't become obsolete, but like that way of using the internet will start to age. And... Well, even how
0: we use Google is not how people use Google now. Like, I have students, and in every project we do, there will be a research element where they need to go and find existing products or information about materials or companies who do certain processes and manufacturing things. And they will search by typing in a full question into the search bar, and then Google's first um, result, where they pull information out of the first website they do and present a paragraph, that's the answer to the search. Right,
1: they just use that. Yeah, that's it. Relevant.
0: so, if they will never scroll down and look for a website where the heading is something useful, mm. or they'll go, or they won't scan through the the links and go, well, that's a company who make things, or that's a company. Okay. Well, that's Google just, tells me that's just X. that's just a news page. Yeah, and my test for this is how many gears, uh, how many teeth does a worm gear have? And the answer is one, because it's one tooth that's wrapped around the gear. But if you type that into Google, you get the answer twenty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because it's pulled from a random resource paper where it says it's wrapped around the gear 20 times. Uh-huh. And so if you ask a student to do that, it's a good test to see whether they know how to use the internet. And they all fail, all of them. Interesting. Because well, none of them will go onto a page and actually read about it. They won't go onto Wikipedia. They won't go onto any sort of information page. Because, I mean, when was the last time you scrolled onto second or third oh, page of results? It, it
1: famously never happens this thing about SEO, isn't it? Second page doesn't yeah. exist.
0: But you used to. I used to go yeah. to the third, fourth, fifth pages and you'd click on the links and you'd go to the website to get that oh, It's not useful. And then you'd go on to the next one. Yeah. And it's partly do because
1: Google's got better. but it? It, it, How do well, you know? As it, well, <laughs> well, as in it didn't have the functionality to actually read the pages it was showing you before. No, and, that's true. That and, is true. And presumably but it bases its, bases its extraction of an answer based on how many people have filtered through all these web pages and selected that one and then landed there. So it? you know, Or does does it it work on on an algorithm
0: where you pay Google a certain amount and your result comes to the top?
1: Yes, but that won't be what appears in that answer box. That's how SEO works. But they pull
0: it out of the top result. Mm,
1: But the top result will appear, I think, will appear as the one where Google bets its chips and says, this is the answer, based on user behavior as well as on... It won't be purely paid, because then obviously you could pay to have anything appear and that would be bad for Google's brand. So there's a, it? but, it's, but you're right, there probably is a balance between the two. Is, but well, that's yes, because if, if Google if Google became famous for all of its answers being nonsense, then that would be bad for it. But
0: Well, if you're a company who want to sell laser-cut metal sheets and you pay Google so that your results come up top, then when people search for laser-cut metal sheets, you will be the top result, and they yes. might pull from your website.
1: Yes. No, but those are two different things. One is how high do you appear in the search result? 100% that's paid. But the thing that Google pulls out and says, the answer to your question is, uh, la, 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 yeah. is not purely linked to what's the top of the search, what's Actually, the most it's painful usually, thing.
0: It's, it's often Wikipedia.
1: Yes, exactly. That's what I mean. So because it has a yeah. it has a reputation. Okay, so there's probably,
0: there's an element of both. But it yeah. is interesting that we do not search through the results that they no. show us anymore. It'll say, well, here are 25 million results. <laughs> yeah. I think this is the one you want. And you go, and you yeah. go yeah, all right.
1: Yeah. That's it. Well, and this is this is linked to the other thing, of course. that's going to we're, we're doing the opposite of looking back, looking forward here. But the other thing that will <laughs> totally change is one of my colleagues said this to me last week. I, I was like, "Could you go and figure out how to sort this glitch we're having with the website?" And she's like, "Yeah, I think I know how to sort this." No, sorry, it wasn't. No, no, even weirder than that, it wasn't to do with a website glitch. She was building an email template, and she was like, "I think I know how to fix this." So I'll do it the way I think and then I'll ask ChatGPT what ChatGPT thinks I should oh, do and I'll try its answer.
0: No.
1: Yeah. And like, I was like, cool, fine. You know, between the two of you, <laughs> you and ChatGPT, figure <laughs> it out. But that's exactly, that's another thing that to us is a bit of a like, ooh, okay, we need to learn how to work with ChatGPT. Yeah. Younger people will just go, obviously, the, the AI knows everything those, and I just ask it. You know? Yeah. So those are but the if kind of you you've got
0: like. If you were to ask them, what is ChatGPT? Most of them wouldn't be able to give you a decent answer.
1: In terms of what the difference is between actual AI and a natural language processing model yeah. trained on. yeah.
0: I mean, to be honest, most of the media has no idea what the difference between those two things is. And it just yeah. goes, AI is here to steal our future. And you go, <laughs> well, only if you feed it lots of information about how to steal our future. Yeah, But anyway, um, time-wise, I think we're going to need to go to a part two. A uh, part I two? We have, what
1: time are we on? 2151?
0: I, yes. you know, I think there is plenty of information Technology. You're about to
1: turn into a small pumpkin, aren't you?
0: To talk about it.
1: <laughs> Let's talk Thank about you. it. Super. Well, yes, we've done some time on the advancement of technology. Let me ask my computer how. We've done 50 minutes. That's an episode, isn't
0: it? I, I think that's fine. I think there's plenty to go on there. And this, totally is, a part, this is only a part one. So we'll right. end on a cliff on a cliffhanger or whatever the technological equivalent of a cliffhanger is.
1: Very good. Say night, Joey. Uh, Good night, Joey. Good night, Josh. Good night, Josh.